0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever and whenever you are, and welcome back to Unsticking Points Season 2, the crazy podcast where we smash creative thinking skills straight into financial planning and uh, all the interesting shrapnel that results. And uh, that's with me, David Chislett, creativity activator from the small town of Zeist, with you.
1: hot town
0: of johannesburg
1: at this point and um, what i'm loving uh, looking at you right now is that you are all dressed up and getting ready for winter mm-hmm. and over here we're starting to have a proper heat wave it's the best summer's oh, coming yeah.
0: whatever <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyway. o- outside my window it is misty and rainy so it's not fantastic weather today
1: not fantastic weather no, no. over here our rainstormers are brewing. We loved our afternoon showers. They're my favorite. Yeah. I the storms that happen. Anyway. So, both of those
0: things okay. mean that the year is coming to an end, right? Correct. So, let's talk about completion today. You had some interesting thoughts about that. So, why don't you kick it off?
1: Well, I had two interesting thoughts about it. Uh, part one, and having a look at our different seasons, is a guy that I listen to quite a bit, his name's Charlie Harari. He speaks about going into different seasons. Going into winter is a time for what? And going into summer is a time for what?
0: Yeah.
1: So going into winter, according to him, is a time to slow down. Is a time to gather your thoughts. Is a time to reflect on the year. It's a time to think and plan. And um, he speaks quite a bit about, he's a sports fanatic as well, and he speaks a bit about training for your event. So if you're going to be training for a World Cup event, you can't go into the World Cup event not prepared. You're going through the training, and you're going to have a look at um, how you played the game, and then you come back really Make sure that when you actually get onto the field, that um, the whole that, that you're now moving into the subconscious mind because if someone's going to throw a ball at you and let's assume you're playing a ball game and you need to catch the ball or kick the ball or do something with it, you need to just act instinctively. So the instinctive acting is now going into summer. So when we are moving into summer, we're stepping in, into the game, stepping into the game to show up to play and to be in tip-top form and use winter as a time for reflection and slowing down and gathering your thoughts and looking at the game that you're going to be playing. So that's on the one side. On the other side is we are both entering, or we are all entering, to the end of the year. And what a strange year it really has been. So how do we now use the concept of reflecting and and making sure that everything that was set up to do, we can close off and go into the new year ready for the game. Um, that was on my mind, around mm. closing off, showing up and ending off 2020 correctly.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? Uh, in, in the southern hemisphere, you're busy going into summer, which is game time. But according to the calendar, you're going into winter. Uh, the, everything is stopping. Um, so I think that's that's interesting dichotomy. And it's quite. I've heard this theory of the of the seasons before, and it it sounds like a, a, an amazing, natural, rhythmic way of conducting your life, except if you're doing business on a global level in any way, you're quite likely going to constantly be running into people who are busy lying fallow and reflecting while you're busy trying to uh, you know, make hay while the sun shines, as it were. So it's it's quite a tricky. I mean, I love I love the idea. It makes so much sense. You know, it's very connected to natural rhythms and to uh you know and longer term thinking. But I wonder how practical it is on a global scale because you're constantly going to be at a disconnect with other people.
1: Yeah. So on a global scale,
0: seasons are irrelevant. Yeah. So we- but then, so what? You just decide that you're going into winter while it's 33 degrees outside. <laughs>
1: So I, I like the concept of actually saying, well we, we are working on a global scale. Um, things are different on the different hemispheres however we the, the common denominator is people do slow down in December so let's have a look at slowing down and reflecting on the year and having a look and saying, well how do we close off 2020 properly and yeah. um, it's almost like uh, let's assume we're at the midpoint of the game and you're at the starting point of the next game.
0: I'm Right. Sure. Well, I think the thing for me that's always so interesting about the end of the year is that we there's a fairly universal ritual that plays out which are called New Year's resolutions.
1: I love those.
0: Yeah. So you can break them within the first two weeks of January. Um, and there isn't a corresponding ritual, which is... Let's, um, wow, I'm struggling to find a different word, honor, or just mark what we have done in this year. And let's make sure that we've patted ourselves on the back and acknowledged ourselves and said thank you to the people who've helped us um, and, and tied off the loose end before we get young. Home this year. Um, and exactly. I'm wondering if that's not part of the reason why so many New Year's resolutions fail so abysmally.
1: Exactly. So what I've learned through the years and through my training as a consciousness coach is that unmet resolutions or promises that we have made to ourselves or made to others or whatever it may be, no matter how big or how small, takes up space in our conscious mind. And if you think of your mind as a blackboard or whatever it might be, a bucket, your bucket's pretty full. With um, unmet or unoff. This is some simple commitments. You can say, well, I made promises to lose weight, I didn't lose weight. I've made promises to forgive people, and I just haven't got around to doing it. I've made promises to myself to uh, start a new business or do these things, but I've been too scared, and therefore that didn't happen. Yeah. Um, Whatever promises we've kind of made and not really followed through on. Um, And again, the acknowledgement of people that have helped us and just to turn around and say thank you. You know, I need to say thanks to this person they did. I need to thank Dave for hopping on to sticking points with me and getting this podcast up and going. So it's really have a look at different things and, and, and how do we close off Because by closing off, we're creating space to become more creative.
0: Right. I quite like the idea of revisiting one's New Year's resolutions at the end of the year, because you're right. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that we typically don't get to. And I think the end of the year provides a way to uh, evaluate what happened, because I think quite often, you know, we get going and then you suddenly realize, well, actually, that's not a priority for me. Yes. And so the end of the year presents you with an opportunity to just go, that's not a priority and take it out the bucket entirely. Or to go, actually, you know, now it's a year later, that's a massive priority. And then act in a way which structurally makes it more likely that you're going to be able to meet that commitment.
1: Exactly. And through our consciousness coaching, I mean, there's a process that we actually follow. Um, Well, I'll go through each of the three steps with you. Step one is exactly what you've said. Acknowledge, acknowledge the things that you set out to do.
0: Mm. I didn't make any resolutions for this year. Strangely enough, it's you know I I'm quite a doer, so I I generally already have a project in mind, and because I have a project in mind, I already have a schedule of action, and I don't feel the need to then kind of. Uh, Gl- glorify or, or, yeah. or elevate that by, by, by putting it into a New Year's resolution. But maybe I should, because then I could... Tr-
1: but also, if it wasn't a New Year's resolution, it is on your list of list of things that you want to achieve. So are yeah. you willing to acknowledge where you
0: started
1: versus where you're at right now?
0: <laughs> All right. Should we do this? Okay. So my decision at the end of uh, 2019... Was to and I hate using this word I can't believe it's about to come out of my mouth to pivot yes. my business from being primarily training focused workshops and facilitation to speaking focused. So at the beginning of two thousand and twenty, I invested money in services to redo my website and I made a whole lot of new content and uh, made videos and you know came up with pictures and reworked my my material to be keynotes instead of workshops, and then literally two weeks before I was about to pull the trigger on that, the first uh, COVID wave and lockdown started happening, and it's it's quite interesting to see how that. Okay, I'm launching myself as a speaker during 2020, and well, it didn't. But and a whole bunch of you never Helping to move that ball a little bit further upfield towards the goalposts. So I think that for me is quite a nice one to go. Okay, well, so I I didn't do the big thing, yeah. But it's not like I just gave up on the whole thing entirely. I managed to move move things forward in some way. It'd be, be quite good to list those ways. I think.
1: Exactly. So we're acknowledging that um, this was the the road that you set down on. However. It's no longer that, and
0: um, now it's going to change. Well, remember Fuzzy Goals? Yes. It still is that, but it's not that exact point in the future. It's like, yeah, I'm still still speaking, but now it's got all of these digital permutations and there's other physical products that are coming with it in order to uh, diversify and broaden it. It's no longer just that one thing, which, I mean, that's quite cool. So what I'm having a look at is in his new
1: book, Seth Godin's uh, called The Practice, speaks about sunk costs. So sunk costs are what have you invested in your business, in your life, whatever it is, um, but now it's gone. So there's sunk costs. So around sunk costs, he turns around and he says, well, you could have spent money on your website money on all the marketing material, money on all the different things in order to get it up and running. And now, a week before you're ready to launch, lockdown happens, so you need to now rearrange all those things. So the money that went in there and the time and effort is sunk costs. However, there's experiences that came out of that. So you can always acknowledge Yes, this was the effort. However, what can I learn from that in order to
0: now move in the next direction? Yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued as to whether he means sunk as in totally lost, waste of time, no benefit, or sunk as in, like, sinking foundations.
1: So in his example, he uh, used a, uh, an author was about to release a book, and the week before he released it, another author released one that was very, very similar. He started to pull he had spent a year um, of his time building and creating. And he said, you know what? I'm going to take what I've learned. And instead of saying, well, I'm now going to be the second one doing this thing, whereas I should have been the first, but I wasn't. And he came in first. Now I'm going to say, no, I really was this, that, and other. He's taking that year, all that experience and saying, well, I'm not going to just do something better.
0: Nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah so that for me – yeah, that's that sunk as an in invested rather than lost. Correct. And I suppose, again, we've talked about this a lot and we kind of talked about this last time with word choice. That's all about changing the story around what has happened. Because you can't change what has happened. You know, yeah, you mm. work for a year and you, and yeah, someone beats you to the punch.
1: So that brings us to point two of mm. uh, completion. Is number one, we discussed acknowledging. Yeah. And we acknowledge the business and. That. part two is letting go are you willing to let go so you put in that time and effort um it didn't turn out the way you wanted to are you willing to let go of the fact that it hasn't turned out the way that you wanted to
0: turn out letting go to attachment attachment letting to, outcome. to yeah coming up with new ideas is not the problem letting go of the old ones is Correct. John Maynard Keynes. Um, yeah, absolutely. If you don't let go, there is no space for the new. Yeah, and that's what we're trying
1: to do is we yeah. really have a look at the year and say, Well, what can we close off? And this is a way of closing off. Cool. I like that. Good. And then part three. Ah. Is deciding. Make a decision. Ah oh, God. What no, is the decision no. you're gonna make? Are you've acknowledged it didn't go the way that you want to wanted it to go, all right, I'm willing to let go that that end result didn't happen. What are you deciding around that going forward? Am I going to try something new? Am I going to kick a dead horse and hope that uh, we can carry on? What is the decision that you're willing to make to move you in the direction that you actually want
0: to go? See, this is it. This is why it's so important that we have uh, end of year, post-mortem, and don't just kick on with the next round of... of, uh, of resolutions right exactly that's the heart of it like what are you going to do now like and not, because i think the resolutions are are quite often based around those decisions but yeah. it's not articulated it's not connected to the assessment of the past in, in a in a clear way and and i th- i do believe that quite often we, we kind of do something like this unconsciously but by making it front and center it's more real which makes it more actionable for most of us. And I think that's what, I think I'm starting a new ritual. I'm thinking I'll have NWA audit sessions with myself. I like it.
1: <laughs> so and don't forget the, the, the main part out of this ritual. So once you've acknowledged let go, you have to make a decision. You've got to move forward. So it's a decision around, well, I'm dropping or I'm pivoting. Yeah. Yeah. absolutely and yeah i like it i like it all right okay.
0: cool. cool job done <laughs> so where do we go
1: where do we go from here have a look at the year
0: yeah well i think in in, in the current situation um trying to make a decision about what to do next year is it's i mean i think that's going to be really challenging for many businesses and for many individuals you know what happened during 2020 you know happened in mid-flow towards the end of the first quarter. Now we're starting a year knowing that we don't know an awful lot about what's gonna happen next. I think a lot of the predictability that we habitually rely on has been exposed as being totally unpredictable. Uh, And in my situation where my work pretty much relies on human contact, you know, speaking in front of a room full of people, networking with actual human beings to get more work and be able to strike my stuff so that people can see oh he's good let's hire him i'm not going to have that at the beginning of the year and i don't know if i will get it back at all during the year and that you know it's like okay so how much do you sink into the idea that you're going to going to be able to speak in front of people and then what do you sink in where do you sink energy and time and money then instead exactly yeah.
1: And that's for you to answer.
0: Oh, boy. It's going to be an interesting
1: interview. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. And uh, so let's move both into summer and winter in this uh, end of year season. Take time to reflect. Take time to slow down. Take time to gather your thoughts. Take time to have a look at what happened and pretend that it was filmed. And now I'll relook at the, the gameplay. This is what we did. This is what worked. This is what didn't work. Um, acknowledge the work that you have done. Acknowledge what uh, the goal you had set out to do didn't achieve. And then make a decision. Let let go of the outcome, because the outcome wasn't what you wanted, and make a decision around next year. How are we going to make a difference? And cool. put in a new game plan.
0: All right. Deal. <laughs> Deal. I'll let you know how it went when we speak next time.
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll take you up on this.
0: Cool.
1: Right. Awesome, Jason.
0: To you again. Always. Thanks very much. Until the next one. Have a great rest of the week.